Yeah, we're, we're on. It's your boy. <laughs> we're here with the Nightcap Podcast. Season 2, Episode 2. I have a special guest. I'm not going to waste any time. Y'all been texting me and messaging me to come back with a podcast. I apologize. I'm 50. We'll let it go. Another day, we'll talk about it. But let's introduce someone coming in hot, Mr. Mr. DeAndre. Get a bag, little. You know, um, get a bag, you. little. Get a bag, little, man. You know, it actually just came off the top. Does it sound good? Water market. This point. I understand you. I need to just keep that up there. Type that. But you know, glad to be here. Um, I actually have a podcast myself. Tune in to the IDT podcast on YouTube. Um, check me out on Instagram at RogueFlix for my um, video editing and also just other. Really just other video necessities and follow me on Instagram, Dre underscore little. It's been that since middle school, so yeah man. Dre, who are you? Ah At this current stage in your life, who are you? Um I'm the anti-hero now. Not even gonna lie to you. I'm at a point where throughout my years prior well, half of twenty-two and and everything, I just realized you know, being the nice guy, you know, trying to model after, just put in anime terms, a Goku, a Naruto, so upbeat, and for everybody, you kind of just lose track of what you actually want to do. You know, that, that was actually anime, that's shows, that's not the real life. So being in the real life and kind of going through everything I've been going through, you know, I just turned into more so of anti-hero, Deadpool, Sasuke, you know, someone who will still be nice to you, but I won't go out my way anymore to be that guy. Would you say that there's a, a nice gray area where you can flourish where you'd like to be? For example, if you surround yourself with people who accept, you know, Naruto, do you think it'd be, you'd be Sasuke as frequently? Um, I think there's a, definitely a gray area in there. Mm -hmm. It really just depends on, I would say, who I'm around and everything about that. Mainly, I do carry myself in that middle area in between both. Mm -hmm. And then I would say just for an example, around the track team, I have a little reputation of being an LB guy, you know, who you come for for the energy. Mm -hmm. You come for to be motivated for advice. For example, I had one of my track teammates um, earlier today, shout out to my boy Kai. Um, when I was warming up, he was like, yeah. He said, Dre, being a, me on B being a freshman, what's some advice you can give me just for, you know, just going through another track season um, and just going through school. You know, I just told him, you have to you have to stay patient at first. You know, at the end of the day, you have people in front of you who actually, who've been through this three, two years prior before you. You know, they understand the balance, they understand the nature, how the body needs to be, things of that. And I also told him, man, you just gotta stay hungry with it too. You know, it's cool to be patient, sit back, but if you're staying patient and sitting back and not actually wanting to be up there with them, you're not going to do anywhere. And also, for my people watching, for my not even watching, hearing, please get homework done before you step out. At least, I told them, at least one or two assignments or allow yourself an hour or two to get the assignment done after practice before Gems. the deadline. It's crazy. Gems, as soon as you come on. It's crazy. Just have to, man. You know, that's why, like I said, I just look at myself as the sage, bro. Yeah. And I say from that standpoint, we'll, we'll, we'll segue to... As you've done these numerous projects, your mindset has not been the same over time, I'd like to assume. So at this point, what do you think that your your biggest project that you've been proud of since you started working with like, it can be anything from like your photography to video editing to like goals that you have. What would you say that there's a project that stands out more than the others as you are at this current moment with your current mindset? Uh, as of right now, I have, 
That's about two projects I'm very proud of and probably one that's in the works that I need to get done. Um, first project I came up with was my first ever like football highlight ever like of Hampton. That was definitely a little big project for me. Um, for someone who doesn't, or people who don't know me, I did football prior to just doing track and field. Did both double scholarship, man. You know, I'm really one of those guys. Athletic is. He's him. He's him. You can cosplay like nothing too happy. Hell okay. Hell is okay. Hell's cool. You know, I'm athletic as hell, man. So. Yeah, I did that, and then this past year, I dropped football, really for a lot of different reasons, um, and then I came into it, like I said, loving, you know, photography, video editing, so I'm like, I never really lost a beat of being around the sport, so came up with that, check out my Rogue Flicks page, check out that video, first one I dropped, and then there's a second project I'm very proud of, it's actually the first podcast, not, well, not even my first one, my third one, mm-hmm. my third one, um, I was at a very, um, I was at a spot in Norfolk, actually. Had a great scenery, get great everything around. Had um, a guy I played football with in high school, rapper now. He's actually a pretty good rapper. He's not one of those rappers where it's like, I'm not really playing him here and there, but I support the music. <laughs> nah, he's one of those. It'd, like, be, it'd be you post his music, but you know, that'd be it. But this is like an average person you bump and post. Legit. So like, I actually be catch actually having his song come up on shuffle and it's like, yeah, I'm going to stay here. That's go, dude. That's yeah. pretty go, dude. Legit. So, like I said, I was with him, his, um, how would you call it? His manager and his, um, what's the guy? Engineer? Producer? Yeah, producer, engineer. Engineer, same thing. Yeah, so I was with him, with them three, got their story. So definitely proud of those two projects. And then one upcoming one I have for myself as of right now, I do real estate. I don't know if anyone ever knows that. Did you get your license? Not even. I mean, ooh, let me let me spread some love. So you ever heard about wholesale real estate? Yeah. So basically that. Um, the people who don't know what wholesale real estate is, is basically you find a house on a contract, let's say for $100,000. You get it on a contract, like I said, for 100000 You sell it to a cash buyer who actually has the money for 120000 Now you just get the dividend. Or the dividend. So you get the 20K. 20K. Or maybe no, even lower No license. No license. Free of charge. You can do it free. Um, the most money you probably would pay is maybe $1,000, but that just goes to earnest money. You know, like a deposit. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you actually can go through it. But yeah, that's um, my upcoming project I have. I'm not even going to lie to you, Bundy. If everything was going how I wanted to in life. That's kind of crazy. I know you was doing real estate. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was just about to get my license, but I literally stopped because I was like, is there a way for me to still do what I need to do? Mm-hmm and not get my license. That's kind of crazy. I just had that thought yesterday, and you just came in here and told me I don't need my license for that sauce. specifically. That's crazy. Hell yeah, bro. It really can go all around. Um, you can do this virtually, in person. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, bro. Um, for starters, just find a home. Like I said, that needs fixer up in. Um, call the actual local agent. Call the actual owner itself. Mm-hmm. Chat with them. See if you negotiate a price. Um, make sure you run your numbers. Always run your numbers. Mm-hmm. And then once you run your numbers, see if it's a good price. Get on the contract. Get maybe uh, let's say a week inspection period, just so just in case you don't have nobody, mm-hmm. you can you know back out a deal safely. And then after that week inspection period, make sure you're finding people who can actually you know get through the deal. And then once you do that. Sign off, get another contract called a, um, a uh, I forgot what it's called, but you get another contract with the actual cash buyer saying, this is what it is, mm-hmm. this is how much you're about to pay, this is how much I want. He signs off on it, you give it to the actual landlord and title company, you're good. Mm-hmm. 
very, very, that's correct. Very big field to be in. Um, and if I can just throw in like my own personal feats, not even feats, failures, not even, not even failures, lessons that I had. I would count them as feats. <laughs> <laughs> there was something bunny, but um, I had a total of probably 11 contracts in total. I've gotten none. Like I got it finalized and everything, but couldn't get to that end portion. Bundy, mm. I should be up a at least a six figures right now. But I continue to do it because just like I told my mans with track, bro, it's patience. There's people who've done it before. You just got to keep working hard. I think consistency is the most underwhelming but yet underrated thing to be told whenever That's you're nice. doing something. People always be like, oh, yeah, consistency, consistency, but like, that's actually what it is. You just keep going with the things that work for you and where you're comfortable, and that's where you start to flourish. I feel I like with it's, that it's as well, too, do you feel as if discipline goes with consistency as well? Or they're like um, two different, two separate things? I think, yes, they coincide with one another, but I think consistency is saying that you want to do something i feel like and continuing to do it i feel like discipline is making sure you're doing it the right way okay you know because you can always do it consistency could mean you can do it lackluster you can do it um, you know as high as you want to yeah, the highest total pole, but you're showing up i think consistency is just showing up i think discipline is showing up and giving a hundred like i guess the biggest analogy is like if you want to go to the gym consistency is showing up to the gym <laughs> Discipline is walking in after you get out the car, after you just showed up to the gym, you get to work and you come back out and you do it again. So I think that goes for everything. For sure. It's definitely there. I think it's definitely crazy, but uh, let's switch gears. Mm -hmm. What at the current moment is going through Get A Bag Little's head? I have about five things I keep on my mind on daily. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, first thing is just me, man. You know, I, I have to keep myself. Self love mind. is the best love. It's the best thing you can have, honestly. Love. You can't love nobody. God's love, but you know, self love is next. Yeah, legit, man. You can't you can't love not a single person on this earth until you love yourself and the man upstairs. Okay, you said you, and. You can't do you can't do nothing in life until you have those two. I got a nice little little counter argument. Oh, sure, what's up? Do you believe that at all times to? Reach places of growth, you have to have a full understanding of yourself. No. Okay. Not at all. You're never going to be ready for the right moment. You're never going to be ready. I saw a video, and it was a whole bunch of, I think, gazelles running past a lion. Mm. And the lion just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Then you had that one hungry lion behind, I think it was a girl lion or a boy lion, I'm not sure, that attacked the gazelles, you know? Mm -hmm. You're never gonna be ready for that, for that actual moment to change, you mm -hmm. know? So you just gotta, like I said, love yourself first, love the man upstairs, and keep pushing. But um, what else is on my mind that's right now? I'm not even gonna lie to you. Uh, like you said prior to this, I am a very, very, very flirtatious man. And I, I love the women. I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. I just love talking to them, I love everything about them. So that deep being mine a lot. Doing things with them, physical things, it is, but I have what I call DD, but I'm not gonna say the, <laughs> just know it's discipline. And you put the word in front of that one. So I got DD. <laughs> would you say with this, with, I won't say this infatuation, or what would, you, would you call it an infatuation or would you, what would you call it? I call point? it a love, man. Um, my birthday's on Valentine's Day, bro. I just, I, I just love, I just love love. So do you think there's any cons? Yes. 
Definitely. Um, giving my time up too much. Really being that hero for them instead of being the someone supportive. You know, it's a difference between always saving the day and it's a difference between sometimes coming to save the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely will be a con there. I'm always called upon to do things, you know, but if I want some things done, I, I need help. There's no, yeah. one, there's no one to call me help. That's fair. Thanks, but uh, I'm going to say the last two things I do keep on my mind is just my family and family and friends can go together. Definitely can. And then I would say my future, but future is kind of like me. So, oh yeah. So me, God, family, friends, future. I will say from a standpoint, because I feel like, you know, you and I are similar and like, we usually like to, we want a bunch of things for ourselves. And I think even though they're different, for example, you have track and field, like I'm a computer science. How do you navigate the goals that you want and like all your lanes that you want to acquire them? Even if it's not well, like how do you think that you navigated it? For starters, I just, I go into each day, it's, it's, it's a new day, man. You know, mm-hmm. I can't dwell on tomorrow, yesterday, and I can't keep my mind focused on tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. yes, you can stay your, your mind focused on like the future, but you don't know what's really going on. That's how you get yourself into these depression and anxiety states because it's like, I'm worried about the next thing instead of actually taking the step. You know, you're gonna think yourself into a hole rather than actually digging the hole. And I'd rather dig it than think it. So I would say that's there. But I just try to keep a time management thing. Um, I just recently. Yeah, that's a big one. Definitely, man. I'm say anybody who wants to learn time management, definitely get into sports. Definitely take up school. You know, definitely have extracurricular activities outside of school. You know, you're now you're set for school from 8 to 2. Now I have extracurriculars from 5 to 7. What are you doing that time before school, after school, before your thing, after that, you know? Mm-hmm. So definitely it's time management for sure. And definitely, like I said, I got a journal just yesterday or a day before yesterday. I've been meaning to get one. Definitely. I have um, I have a couple and it's like, I'm, a, I'm not even on cap to you. I'm definitely not the most consistent person, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely a disciplined person. You know, mm-hmm. I, I might not do it every day, but when I do it, I make sure it's it gets done to it what it's, what it's standard. So definitely get you a planner, not just one of those notebooks. This is cool for thoughts, but if you want to want to keep your time together, mm-hmm. definitely get like a planner with the note size. Cause I have I have a planner right now that has like the days, and I have like six different notes. It'll have the date. It'll have uh, what we'll have, and in the beginning it'll have like a bunch of motivation things. And I find myself as soon as I bought it, I used it, and then two three weeks four weeks later it's like. Where am I planner? Max. <laughs> it just it gets ahead of you. It's crazy. It definitely does. So I just say, uh, you just gotta try to stay disciplined, consistent with it. Like I said, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a grind. It's gonna be hard regardless. That's true. You're either gonna have an easy life now, make a hard life later, or have a hard life now, have make an easy later. You know. So it's really up to you. Speaking of hard, it's the last day of Black History Month. You think we had a good month? <sighs> Honestly, LeBron broke the scoring title this month. I'm not even going to cap. That's, that's probably the blackest I've ever seen. Actually, of my living and something happening in February, it's probably the blackest thing I've ever seen someone done. And I, I think we had a good Black History Month. It was it was a little quiet, but I think we had a good one. Oh, for sure. Um, besides that, I mean, I don't really have too much that ever really happened for the black culture. But me personally, I think we should we should not have a Black History Month. 
you know. Mm, okay, tell, tell, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Just for instance, bro. There's no Italian History Month. There's no White History Month. There's no Asian History Month. Why are we just catered to that one month? Why can't we be catered to all months? You know, feel as if this is what we are. This is who we stand for. Let's show appreciation all throughout the year instead of strongly February. It's, it's like Valentine's Day. You think there's a caveat for it? You know, I always feel like Black History Month was a way of people making reparations. And I feel like, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. At some point, there has to be, you know, something that lets us get on the same footing. Because I feel like, I mean, this maybe it's an unpopular opinion, but I feel like the biggest thing that we do is hinder ourselves by putting, like, making a stick out, like a sore thumb. Mm -hmm. And, like, for example, you know, we go to HU, which is HBCU, and, like, having diversity, you know, info sessions talk about, like, what's important about being in black, and you go to a black school, it's kind of like, at public school, I feel like, for me at least, mm -hmm. I'm always told about, you know, being black is X, Y, and Z by people who are already black in the system, you know, teachers who are black. But then you get to like a private, you know, HBCU and you're still hearing the message about what it means to be black. And I think it comes across tone deaf mm -hmm. because it's like, you never forget. And sometimes you don't need the reminder because I think it gets to the point where we use it as a crutch. Like I'm nice. black and this is what I am versus mm -hmm. like, these are my skills and I just so happen to be black. Legit, definitely. And I think that distinction is kind of what plays into like Black History Month being a thing that might hinder us. And I even think about it until you just said it, that yeah, it is technically a way to hinder us because we're basically making us stick out like a sore thumb. Like why do we have to be put on a pedestal here and really talked about as much on this month when Black History Month can be really made every single day. Yeah. You know, like, I, honestly, would you really celebrate Asian Asian History Month on, on June? All June, celebrate all Asian culture. No. Would you really care? I guess, technically, I feel like if it was told to me that this is what they do for their culture, I think I would celebrate it. Mm, they actually open up something now. Like, maybe, what if Black History Month is just a culture? Is it really like a state, like a, you know, a country See, thing? but that's that's my thing, is I don't think it's a culture thing. I feel like, okay, so for me, if Black History Month was like more than a culture thing, I feel like there needs to be a purpose in when it falls on. Mm -hmm. So like, I can't think of, or maybe there is, hold on, I'm about to look up something real quick. Yeah, please do, because I find it pretty crazy. Like now, I think about do other countries celebrate Black History Month, like, um... For, for instance, as kids, like, didn't Nick, Nickelodeon used to have, like, Black History Month? Like, come mm -hmm. on. Yeah, so it was like, so, is it shown? My preface to Martin Luther King Day is January 15th. Okay. Right, okay. so then let's look up Civil Rights Movement. I'm pretty sure that was, like, at least April. Timeline. Summertime. July, mm -hmm. yep, August. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's not even February. I don't see anything that's February. So for me, I feel like if we were to have a month, like, there needs to be some groundbreaking things that happen that month. Thanks. So I feel like to have the Black History Month, I feel like it is a cultural thing. That's why I feel like it's reparations at this point. But then again, I don't know. I think the time period that we're in, we need to stop setting ourselves apart and start integrating ourselves. Even if people are opposed against us, I think we need to keep in mind that the more that we try to separate and progress, we're not progressing. We're just progressing in our own lane which isn't really affecting the totality of it all, if that Legit. makes sense. If you keep them separate, you keep people separate, they're never going to understand how well it is to work as a team. 
you know? Understand, like, I don't really understand how in society we can fall out of someone's black, okay, not to talk to them, or someone's white, not to do what they're doing. Mm. But we all can come together on a sports team, in a classroom, a business yeah. setting, and get it done. But once those masks are taken off and you're not really put in that limelight of this is your position, this is what you're doing, it all just goes to the window. So I find yeah, that actually be, very wild. Cause it can't be difficult because you do it from nine to five. Legit. So you got about, what, eight hours, 24 hours in a day. You got about 16 other hours. That's good math, eight, six. Yeah, you got like 16 other hours to still, and you, a matter of fact, you sleep for eight. Mm -hmm. So you really have eight 16, hours, eight, a, a whole eight hours that you haven't devoted to being Basically, just being equalist, <laughs> equality is, or is that a word? Equalist. So it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I think it's, I don't know. I think where the world is right now, we're in a very vulnerable but vulgar place. Sure. And I think everyone's playing their part of not being part of the solution and kind of being part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this thing, and it's just like uh, being, what was it? I guess I'll come back to it later. Definitely come back to me, but... I definitely agree. I feel as if we're, especially Western culture, for real, we're more so on a divided end. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're supposed to be the greatest country, quote unquote. We're not. But, but we're really not, bro. Like, if we're the greatest country, why is there still fights between people who live in a country? You know, do you, you really don't see that anywhere else, you know? Yes, you might see it, but it ain't as to that magnitude. Yeah, to what we More have. people are in jail over here than actual other countries. Mm -hmm. Yes, their jails might be worse than ours. But more people are still in jail. You know what's crazy is there, excuse me, there are European countries that mm -hmm. jail looks like a classroom or the jail looks like a dorm room. Oh, wow. Like, I think it, uh, it's somewhere in the in England or like the Europe, European-esque countries. Mm -hmm. And there's a jail where like they walk in and like it's a dorm. They learn. I feel like there's a, there's a focus on resuscitating, not resuscitating, rehabilitating people who went to jail sure. and come back out to be still a person of society. Mm -hmm. And I think in our country, we don't have that anymore. At all. It's like, it's like being a bad kid. You're, it's like, you don't know, do that bad kid, you just put him somewhere. Put him yeah. somewhere, let him be with around his kind. And it's like, bro, you don't, you're really getting nowhere that way. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna put a, a bad apple with some more bad apples mm -hmm. and not try to at least fix the problem. Really, I think the problem really is, is just, it's it starts at a young age. I'm not even cap too. It, it starts at where they started and where they started seeing it. Mm -hmm. And they started developing that, okay, this is probably normal. Mm -hmm. So let me do what they're doing and then keep rolling. So I feel like as if we just got to start younger and kind of get that emotion there. And then it was kind of fix certain things you do have in this country. Because, bro, the youth is, the youth is, they're coming up. I'm not even going to cap to you. I think the youth is coming up in terms of they could solve all the world's problems when they're told what the problems are. Okay. But I think where they where we hinder, even our youth and like even younger, I think where we hinder is we're so quick to take up in arms for something because we're told that it's right or wrong mm -hmm. versus analyzing when people say No analytical skills, right? Yeah. And then on top of even when situations like this is an extreme statement, so it's not just for an example's sake. Mm -hmm. If I talk to someone who, like, you know, let's say he's Republican, I'm Democratic, and like nowadays we're like, oh, if you're this, we we attach stereotypical stereotypes, stigmas, like like this, and I no, think yeah, sure. no Versace. one has the conversation anymore upon our age. 
cancel culture is a big thing from oh, us. Definitely. So definitely I feel like that's just that's what it is. 2007 to now. We're not even 2007. I'm doing 19, whatever it is, to 2007. Really, this whole thing. Everyone is like everyone wants to quit to cancel people, but it's like no one ever wants to get to the bottom of probably why they did it. Even if they do explain why they did it, it's like you still did it. it and if no, not even that. Now I'm gonna go into something else. As a country now, I think everyone is very, very emotional. Yeah. You know, it's like it caters to how I feel, how what I want to do. Mm. And yes, the world does revolve around you. I'm not gonna say it doesn't, because at the end of the day, you eat, sleep by yourself. You know, mm -hmm. take a shot. Who's in the shower when you go to when you take a shower? Myself. Legit. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just you. So I kind of get it. The world revolves around you, but at the end of the day. It's other people here, this, that, and the third, and what they're doing shouldn't fully affect you how it's affecting you based on how others around you are feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like everyone wants to feel that person's emotion because they felt the attack. No, it's, do you really care? We have an overwhelming amount of empathy, mm -hmm. but we don't have an overwhelming amount of sympathy. If that, I think we're quick to get up in arms behind the movement, but we're never like, when it comes to the other person, we're never sympathetic, we never try to understand. And I think that's like the biggest issue and it can create, at one point we were very individualistic. And I think this is creating a hive mind because now everyone's trying to, oh, I should do this because otherwise, no one's gonna have sympathy for you to not stand up in arms about it. Or even if you disagree, they're not gonna be like, oh. You'll get ostracized to move the other way. And we're quick to do it. And so I think we're good at getting problems solved, but we're really bad at like doing everything wrong to make sure both sides of the situation is hurt or being just model citizens in the first place. For sure, no one wants to be a good human these days at, at all. Like it's, it's really actually concerning because it's like you really would have someone who probably having the worst day of their life, things are going on. You could really be there 13 reasons because you were having a bad day, now you're reflecting yourself out on someone you probably don't even know. Legit, like, um, you know who has it hard now thinking about it? Cashiers. Cashiers. Yeah, cashiers. And food service. Waitresses. Yes. Like, it's really about. insane. Like, yeah, you got any more? I'm trying to think of, like, who else would have a customer service. Mm -hmm. Definitely customer service. Um, what's another one? a lot of play people who work at the bank well, i guess that's technically customer service at the front i think that might be literally a cashier but yeah i think that would be about it i think people forget what it's like to acknowledge people who have a bad day or even vice versa and people forget like just because you're having a bad day and i get it like it can't be perfect you know every single time you have a bad day you can't always control yourself at the same time there's a certain amount of, there's a book that I was reading called uh, the, the Ways to Heal, basically. And like the first step is don't take it personally. Legit, you cannot take nothing personal in this world, bro. And as you said, just a bunch of jump off you about the bad days and everything. How I look at it, um, bro, there's 365 days a year, right? Mm -hmm. You can lose at least 150 of those days and then still win out the year, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, bro, you don't have to be perfect every day. As long as you stay happy, you you know, you have a roof over your head, stuff of that, that nature, bro, you're gonna be good. You have tomorrow, you know, to kind of keep going. And then also to go back to what we were saying about the customer service and all the other stuff, 
I just find it crazy because like people will really be emotionally outraged at those people who personally don't know your situation, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be mad at the cashier because something online didn't get sent to you? How was I supposed to know? Mind you, probably 15, 20 years earlier, you probably was a cashier too, had the same problem. Why would you mm-hmm. want to repeat the cycle and do it again? Yeah. It's very insane. And speaking of repeating the cycle, I segue that to relationships. Do you think we have repeated any cycles in our relationships? Or do you think it's a, a trend going on in current relationships in modern day? I mean, the, the one that really stands out, um, everyone wants to be a baby mama. Everyone wants to be catered to and not actually do the catering. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone always wants the glamours and the glory without actually starting from ground zero. Yeah. You know, um, just go back to the first one I said about, you know, baby mama culture. There's a lot of baby mamas out here, man. Yeah. Very it's, much so. It's, it's like, it's yes, I get up. Crazy. I'm at that age, you know, we're at the age everyone, you know, is getting pregnant. How old are you, right? How old are you? 22, about to turn 23. Tough, man. What's your birthday? April 7th. Hmm. My sister's April 13th. That's crazy. My uh, my younger sister, her birthday is actually April Fool's. She's a joke all entirely. No cap. <laughs> She's funny. A lot of stuff. But yeah, bro. Um, baby mama culture is very heavy. And in this age, like I said, it's cool to see babies being born. This is the age. This is where our parents was having kids and whatnot. But they were having kids, but sticking with, you know, yeah. sticking with them. Everyone. And also on top of that, back then, houses is probably like $500. You can, you can get groceries for about like $50. You know? saying, the way that you could afford your lifestyle, you could afford to have a kid. Because he wasn't really, nothing else was really hindering you. You definitely had at least two to $400. Y'all was making like three over. pennies an hour just to do the most. And you got that's everything it. done. Every freaking thing. So definitely that's one thing. And everyone... People are having babies and their babies, man. I, I can't stress that enough. No, that, that's that's a fact. Like that's it's a really wild. And then the second part was the. What I mentioned on the second part. You mentioned uh, what was it? Wow, no, there's no way. Uh, no, 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 no. I mentioned babies. That's crazy. Um, catering and being catering. catering. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, just piggyback off that. Everyone wants to be catered, catered to, you know, instead of actually catering to catering. the next person. You know, everyone wants to be, and I don't want to make this like a, a, a gender thing, but I definitely I mean, see males doing it too. That's why I can't make it a gender thing. I mean, both sides do it too, but I think because of... Uh, how do I say this about... No, I don't care if I come out controversial. The way that Kevin Samuels has, like, showcased... Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's right all the time. It's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that the way that he's showcased, like, how relationships are being uphold, people are trying to be traditional, you want to be paid for, all that, on both sides, too. Expecting the world but not doing anything on both sides. And I think it's really interesting how it kind of dehumanizes relationships. And it definitely is, it's just crazy. It's going to cause our divorce rate to be high and our marriage rate to be low. Mm-hmm. And then now you have just parentsless, parentsless kids. And that, and then go back to what we said earlier. Parents with kids lead to more jail time. Now you're in prison. Now, now look. Now it goes back to, oh, that mistake I had with this guy that I should have been with this many years ago. So that's definitely there. And then I just find it wild with just relationships. No one wants to be. You have to be an individual in a relationship. Me personally, you have two individuals who do their own thing, 
who understand their own core values, but their morals, future, just aligns with each other. You know, they, they come together and actually build something separately. You, know, you need two people to build something faster. I will agree, okay. but disagree with two people are individuals. Okay. But I think... And this is me. I've been going to Bible study, getting my, you know, my Christian on, my Jesus oh, on. Had to, you know. So I think my new perspective at this point is that I don't know who's ordaining this to happen amongst our generation, but people mm. are forgetting what it means to. We're not supposed to be by ourselves, mm. you know. In the Bible, it says, you know, we come as one, all that as one flesh. You move that way, and I think. I think what people are forgetting is what it means to do that. And this plays into like what you said, two individuals moving one, their future just so happens to align. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people at this current stage, once like they get little hiccups, like our futures don't directly align, they're mm -hmm. like, okay, this is too difficult. Legit. They hop ship before they actually hop ship. doing things. Instead of being intentional about where your future wants to head and who do you want to be in it. And I think it's interesting. I think we're very, we've grown to be selfish. Mm -hmm. And I think, our parents, I don't know if I could say our parents grew up to be selfish. I think our, our parents grew up to be more selfless. Definitely. And I think it ended up being more selfless as you go back, or at least that's oh, for sure. my opinion. So I think it's interesting where we are in our current generation because the way that we are being selfish, it's like no one wants to be proud of loving someone anymore, especially amongst our generation. Everybody wants to have multiple multiple at one time no one wants to be exclusive they exactly. everyone wants the joy of being outside with, and having yeah. fun which i personally get is cool but at the end of the day that person that you're trying to have fun and be outside with probably has someone man you know you mm. gotta understand that you yes you go in this world by yourself all this other stuff woo -doo -woo -doo -woo. But it just it just hits different when you have that other person outside of your parents. That's blood that really cares about you. You know, who wants yeah. to see you and wants to see you actually prosper. You know, and that will do anything to actually help with that. So, for sure. Do you feel as if um, what's what's bigger in a relationship, commitment or communication? Ah, uh, damn. I'll break it down. Um, communication. Um, hey, babe. general, right? Yeah. Hey, babe, Versus what you doing? Um, hey, babe, I can't talk to you today. Um, I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll do communication. Um, hey, I'm doing this today. I know we're upset, but can you come with me? We'll do this, that. Communication. Commitment. Always showing up, no matter what the circumstance. Or that's another one. I think yeah, commitment in itself is a form of communication. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to go with commitment because mm -hmm. at least with communication regardless if we communicate mm -hmm. commitment is you saying you're intentional about this is where we at like mm -hmm. you and I that's what we're doing for the rest of our lives like that's that's commitment to me and communication is I think commitment is a form of communication because showing up implies that you understand where you need to be showing up at Okay. Good that you there. Uh, I should definitely like that answer. Great answer there. But for another one um do you feel as if kids that are coming up these days now, mm -hmm. let's say the unborn ones and the ones who are like the max two years old, mm -hmm. do you feel as if they have a better advantage over our generation and the one prior to us, our parents, or they're at a disadvantage in any one of those? 
I think every generation has their disadvantages, but I think our people our age and a little bit older who are raising kids, I think they have a disadvantage. Okay. Because where the baby mama culture is coming from in the way that having transactional relationships is being put in our faces and how to just be selfish all the time, I think kids are at a disadvantage because you're growing up in a time period where everyone's making it about themselves. Okay. And you also don't see the love that you're supposed to have in the household. If you have, you know, the baby mama culture, if you have, you know, people who haven't even figured it out raising you, I think it takes someone our age to raise someone probably, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you have to be intentional. Like, I think one of my friends, she's the same age as me, okay. she's about to have a kid now, but that's always been her goal. So, like, the way that she raises her kid, I don't think would be the same as if, like, someone else around, you know, campus was to have a kid. Because I think there's an intention behind it, like, understanding what it means to have a kid versus, like, you just having a kid. Yeah, like, they, they treating kids like it's new cars, man. Yeah. It can be just used up, used up, and if you don't want it no more, you can either sell it or just store it away and don't do nothing. Or use it as leverage. Legit. And a lot of people does use that leverage. I've been on TikTok and saw some of these little divorce courts. And divorce court? I'd be seeing it on TikTok. It'd be crazy. Right, man. There was this one girl, she said, I'm, I'm just here to get my baby back to put him on child support. What? Yeah. And it's like, that's all you really want? Like, and it's like, it doesn't make, it really makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. Uh, but hey, I will say, after this, after this talk, do you see yourself getting married? I definitely do, man. I, I, I have. A bloodline to uphold. Um, That's true. A little funny, little family, little fact about me. I have three, including myself. There's three people who uphold my last name right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I could count my dad and you know them, but they're not having kids no more. Yeah, so, so it's okay. only me, my brother, and one of my um, cousins. The same, only the little last name. So it's only three of us. So it's like That's crazy. Very man. So it's like, bro, I got, I gotta spread that somewhere. I don't think, but it's kind of the same for me. That's wild. Now that I'm thinking about it. You're the last Bundy. Low key. So, as I well, I have my brother on my dad's side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have my brother. This is me and him. Same last name? Same last name. So, you know, I, I personally crazy. just find that very. Bro, that's. that's, that's oh, you. wait, I take that back. <laughs> that's Cap. It's more. <laughs> brother, brother, cousin. Yeah. <laughs> no, brother, brother, cousin. I think it's just those three. Because mm -hmm. everyone else, I think. Or still three? Uh, four, including me. Okay. My bad. That's crazy. No, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I think, I mean, I'm in a relationship myself. Mm -hmm. I think it's very interesting how over time, when you feel like you know what you're good at, and once you get involved with someone who's supposed to make you grow, you realize you might be good, but you ain't great. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> you might be bad, but it could be worse. Mm -hmm. And I think you get, you get reality checked so quickly. Especially in a relationship. Yeah, and I think, I remember what was one of the things I was talking to uh, my girl about. She was talking about how like she thought she was a great communicator, mm -hmm. and like she turns out like she was like I am, you know, I'm not that great, and like vice versa for me. I thought I was a great communicator. Turns out I'm not that great. Mm -hmm. It's just like I think you need that person to tell you comfortably. Where you're lacking at, and still be there to, get to help you view. get up. Yeah, it's, bro, like you, you can't see a bird's eye view all the time. You only get that through a mirror in a video. Yeah. In video, but who's really vlogging their whole life besides YouTubers? 
get paid for it. Legit. So I definitely agree with that. You gotta have that that mirror who's who's gonna look at you like definitely. You're definitely having one of your days, aren't you? You can just tell. Mm-hmm. You know, the outside of your parents and your siblings. So that's definitely a plus on having being in a relationship. I definitely think it is something. Right. But I'm a segue because I just thought about something. What's up, what's up? Looking at my AirPods, you know, I got one piece on the case, you know, mm-hmm. you feel me? But uh, is there any manga or anime that you're watching right now? I know, we, I know we close on time, but we gonna, I'm going to still get to it. It's cool, it's cool. I actually like these. Um, I have three kind of I'm watching. Um, I've seen Vinland Saga is what I'm watching right now. Part I haven't two. watched it yet. It's actually pretty good. It's not as active right now as the first season, which is very disappointing for me. But I'm understanding the aftermath of what the fuck happened. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So you good? You good? So that's pretty cool. There, I'm like episode six out of maybe fourteen, mm. maybe more than that. I gotta look. Um, I'm also watching uh, My Hero Academia. Um, it's pretty good. Um, yes, there's people who's reading the manga who's actually way above, but you know, I, I do. <laughs> exactly. It's so. just I just can't I can't not read. I actually you know it's crazy. What's the up? conversation people will say is they'll be like, after I read, I want to see it animated, and that used to be me. Mm-hmm. But now as I've read more, like I don't even care if it's animated. <laughs> and I definitely gotta get into it. You know, reading is very. I think it's. Funny. It's the accent. It's the way that they emphasize emotion because you can only do so much. You can do a lot with moving picture, mm-hmm. but you can only do so much with a page. So I think the mindset to display the same emotions and the way it's black and white, so you have, it's just, it's a whole different feeling. And plus, manga is made for you to just frolic through. I have a um, TikTok I actually seen just literally yesterday the difference between manga and animated. It's very tough. I'm gonna definitely show you on that. But yeah, so as I look for this, those are something I'm looking at right now. And what's the last one? Chain. Uh, I kind of watch Chain, so I'm in here and there. You need to watch it. And I'm watching Blue Lock too. I can't get into sports manga or sports anime. <laughs> just I don't know if it's because like I've watched so much. I have a martial arts background and I ran track. But like those are the only two sports I did. Like I played football and basketball for fun, but I was never on a team. I played soccer when I was really, really young. But after that, I just played for fun. So like the only thing I did seriously was martial arts and track. So when I see like volleyball anime or like soccer anime, it doesn't even click the same. I definitely. But I will say, read Chainsaw Man. It's my number one favorite manga of all time. Um, I forget. I stopped watching. It. I'm still like in there. I try every time I eat, I always like sit down and like I think, make sure I watch something. I think what it is is you have to go into it. Don't don't go into it like thinking about people said it's like hyped and all that. You have to go into it and just sit and watch. And the way that you can observe the emotion that goes on, that's why he's like my favorite artist because the way he. Like, you know how a relationship is built over time? The way he builds relationships over time in, in, in a unique and authentic way, it doesn't feel the same as, like, anyone else's. Like, my hero, yeah, you, they're friends, yada, yada, yada. But the way that Chainsaw Man develops their characters from nothing, from, like, person to person, and create these friendships that or even these families that have occurred, then people who don't even know how to be family, he just creates a very vivid picture. I see, you know. Like some couple episodes in, after like maybe a few episodes after they fought the bird, the bird, I mean the bat one. The bat oh guy. my bad. Spoilers just in case. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you can still proceed though. Yeah, a few episodes after that. But um, I see what you're saying. You know, like 
Um, just, just the way he was carrying himself with the demon girl and how they all just start to, you know, mm-hmm. be, you know, a little spoiler, live together. But yeah, as I definitely get that though. I, I need to. I, I'll, I'll do another spoiler, it. but for example, the main character, like the way that he, bro, just wants to cop a feel. But the, but the way Legit. it has turned into what he has now is completely different transformation. It's it's just did his reasoning come up um, after like around the episodes? No, bro, movie? still wants to cop a feel. Like till the end of the series, <laughs> bro just wants to cop a feel. But it's because that's his goal that you can start to see how he genuinely cares about people. Like being able to say that sentence and then go into. I'm able to have good relationships, and these are one of the best shows you've ever seen. Uh, it takes skill. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Why you just want to feel pressed? That's it. Yeah, and you now you've you've created a family for yourself. You making money all because you wanted to. It's just it's fighting. It's crazy, fighting demons, man. I, I cannot Literally. find that TikTok is very upset that I can't. But the distinguish between manga and regular shows are very different. Like mm-hmm. for instance, it was um. I can, I can do Naruto. It's Naruto's my head, actually. So, it was when Shikamaru fought um, the Sound Village girl mm-hmm. with, with, the, with the flute. Yeah. And remember, he was Tired. in the Genjutsus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on the show, it showed his arms just falling off. Mm-hmm. The manga, his bones were still there, but his skin was falling off. Um, remember the first few episodes when Sasuke, Naruto, and Sakura fought Kashi as Genji? Mm-hmm. Sasuke was like, you know that Genjutsu she was under? Mm-hmm. Um, Sakura saw that. In the show, it was, you could see it, but it was—he was kind of far away. Mm-hmm. Manga, it's really up close. It's on. in your you face. Can, you can really see this mm-hmm. man has been stabbed. It's graphic, legit. So I definitely see it there. Like, Anime definitely... is definitely censored, but Chainsaw Man is actually—it's censored, but it's not as censored. I think it's probably the best adaptation because that's what Chainsaw Man is known for: is like the design being graphic, but at the same time, like purposeful. So I think it's, it, we definitely getting somewhere. We getting somewhere for sure. For sure, bro. Um, I'm very mad I can't find it. It's sick because I literally saw this the other day. Like I was literally just scrolling through. Um, question, man. What's on your TikTok? As I'm going to my TikTok. for you. Yeah. Well, for you and yeah, it's for you, man. It's only for you. My for you page is a lot of things. Felt my that. for you page is things from like the funny stuff to like conspiracy theories. To like these random TV shows that I never watched, mm-hmm. and like highlights popping up, like Family Guy, American Dad, Ooh, I got my, I think Scandal, I <laughs> and it'd be like some random thing under it, and like I can't stop watching it now because I need to see hey, what's yo, finishing what's on crazy? the bottom. Look. <laughs> exactly. The exact same thing. And then I have to keep watching because it makes me angry when they mess up on the bottom. Oh, it'd be blowing me, bro. I'm like, bro, I'm not split gonna... the people so you can get to exactly. the side. Why or, are you going to the, the minus one? What's the one? What's the one? It's um, the when it's building something. Yeah. And it's like... It can be like a ring, or when it's building the iPhone, mm-hmm. and they like keep doing this, or when it's the number. Yeah, the split the people up one, that'd be blowing me. And it's no, you ever seen the teeth one? Yeah. It's and like, I'd be like, bro, it's not difficult. Bro, just move over. Why move are you out keep the way? on your teeth. It's uh, be throwing me off. But I do love those. Those are those keep me. And I feel yeah. like maybe it's proper. Maybe it's like promo at the same time because it makes me want to download the game just so I can <laughs> Look, do it goes, better. Exactly, exactly. But this guy's actually doing a good job. <laughs> Hold on now, he's he, he doing a little something, something. He, exactly, he's doing good. He's doing good. 
Yeah, All right. <laughs> Just like that, the gummy bear. Completely. Um, since I'm, I asked you that question, um, my For You page, anime, conspiracy, um, Family Guy, sometimes South Park, sometimes Rick and Morty. Yeah, South Park too. Um, I'm into numerology now. I also have a, a manga. I have manga in my For You page, like panels of fights. Like the slideshow, mm -hmm. like I just have those on my for you page now too. Do your numerology, like angel numbers? Yeah, man, it's actually, it actually helps. I'm not even gonna cap to you. This is, I want to end off with this. I can explain this, or you guys. I can this. end off with this because I actually had just done this theory with my friend who hosts the Bible study, and we were talking about how angel numbers can be misconstrued. Very. But you know what the funny thing is? What's up? What's up? And this is crazy. Mm -hmm. You know that angel numbers allegedly, we'll say allegedly, are not biblical. Yes, I actually do. Isn't this kind of crazy? But the study of the math of like biblical numbers mm -hmm. is a real thing that people have been doing, and that is biblical. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It really is. Um, like with the little angel number thing, not not even angel numbers at this point, bro. It's numer I was just thinking like numerology, like legit, like oh, well, like what each number means. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like so. I've been just like just reading more, bro. I, I, I've been kind of studying, researching. I will say I've been reading more too. And it's it, it the time. I just did no. This is how I knew what numerology. I didn't even know what numerology was at this point. This was twenty twenty one, and I'm about to go to. Yeah, it was the summer, and I'm about to go back to school. I'm not gonna lie, y'all was very high, high as a kite. And like that. I'm just, I just have my whiteboard. I'm like, let's, let me start writing stuff. Mm -hmm. So now I just started playing with numbers, like legit, just writing numbers down. Mm -hmm. And I'm, something in my head told me, let's add these numbers again and see what I get. Mm -hmm. So start with one. One plus one goes to two, right? Mm -hmm. Two plus two goes to four. Mm -hmm. Four plus four goes to eight. Mm -hmm. Eight plus eight goes 16. Right. One plus six is seven. Right. Seven plus seven is four, well, 14. Mm -hmm. One plus four is five. Mm -hmm. Five plus five is ten. You don't count the zero and it goes back to one. What numbers did I miss? If you You had it. You had it. Three? Uh-huh. Nine? Uh -huh. I think technically not yep. six, but I guess six. And six. So and then mind you, so those are right. So all I realized that those three numbers you didn't you mentioned are in like a, a triangle of its own. They don't equal up to no other number. For instance, mm -hmm. three plus three, six, right? Mm -hmm. Six plus six is 12. Mm -hmm. One plus two is three. Mm -hmm. And it just continues in that cycle. But the crazy thing I realized about nine, nine is the embodiment of all of them. Mm -hmm. How nine, nine plus nine, it goes back to 18. Mm -hmm. One plus eight, what does that go back to? Nine. nine. So I was like, and then once I saw that one time, I was like, yo, what the hell? What's, what's this? Hold on, Dre, you, you wanted something. Legit, bro, I'm telling you. And then, and then even, if, see, I'm going to do more math real quick. But yeah, bro, as I'm speaking, doing math, I just realized that when I was high once, I'm like, bro, this technique just doesn't make sense. What's going on? And even nine times three, mm -hmm. 27, two plus seven. Nine. Nine. It's crazy on nine times four, six plus three. Nine, nine times six, 54, five plus four is nine. See, it, it, it just didn't make sense to me. 
Nine times seven, sixty-three. Six plus three is nine. Simon, what? what? <laughs> hold on, oh, hold on, Dre. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> That's nine times twelve, one oh eight. One plus zero plus eight is still nine. You're trying to figure it All out, right? right? Bro. So it doesn't make no sense. Okay. So, bro, I did that one day, and I'm like, yo, this doesn't make sense. So I started looking into it more. And I realized that each number has its own embodied power. Each number has its own embodied power for a day. For instance, um, what's your birthday? April 7th. April 7th. Um, April is the fourth one, right? Mm -hmm. So four plus seven, that was at this. 11. 11, and then what, what year were you born? 2000. 2000, so 11 plus two, because you're at 13. Three plus one is four. You're very family-oriented. You know, you're, it embodies the four, so four, what I found out is uh, um, it deals with family, law, all the other stuff, you know, mm -hmm. people who embody those characteristics and things of that nature. Me, my whole, that's called life path number though, mm -hmm. I just did. Um, and in me, my birthday is Valentine's Day 2000, all that comes up to a nine. Nine just embodies the person who can adapt and who can actually be every single number. That's why nine stands alone. Cause nine just doesn't have anybody. All right, Dre, you <laughs> you definitely just uh, you got me, bro. <laughs> look it up, man. Um, I I looked to this guy named G three, kind of like look like kind of look through his information, and I actually actually go into I'm like running numerology books in the library. And I, I believe it. I'm running calculations in my head, and it's like it's all going by the rule. I'm trying to think what legit. Um, some more numerology facts that people actually use people in the real world. Um, freaking um, eight is the money of power. It's the it's the number of power and money. I think I've actually heard that before. Um, how many hours do people work in a week? Eight. Eight. Right. There's. Um, I have heard this before. I didn't know the rest, but I've heard about the eight. Legit. I've definitely heard about the eight. Um, Steve Jobs. No, Steve Jobs. I think it's Steve Jobs. Yeah, Steve Jobs, one of the richest guys to ever do it. He was born on the 28th. That's eight, 28 and 8th the money is the number of power and money. Look at him. And he founded Apple on 8th day. All of the numbers combined go to 8th. Huh. And then crazy. there's, um, what else is there? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff, bro. Like I, And if you use and understand each number mm. and go about it each day, like, what's today? Today is the 28th. Today is, Today is the money and power day. Mm -hmm. So do stuff that embodies power and money. <laughs> and that's what we're doing right now. You see, you see, you see how it kind of just goes together? All right, that's crazy. That's tomorrow's 29, that's crazy. 2 plus 9. Well, today, tomorrow's the first. <laughs> yeah, first, my bad. So, and first is, I forgot what that one is, but yeah, just look, look it up and kind of just do your own information with it. You know, I, I'm all up for people who can give information, mm -hmm. but it's a difference when you can take in the information and apply it towards you and do your own research. It's like school. Research does not stop outside of school. It's just a matter of what you're researching and all right, you're not getting the grade after one. The only grade is how good your life can be after you get the information. I'm not gonna hold you, that's an end quote. Is there anything else you'd like to say in the street? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that quote <laughs> slide. I have, um, to, I have to let it finish off of that. <laughs> um, hey, man. Say, man. I'm just glad to be here, buddy. Appreciate you, gangsta. No problem. Um, it's really been a blessing. Um, I just can't wait to see the final product. And follow me on Instagram, Dre Little, Rogue Flicks. Uh, I also have a spam page, but you can follow that if you really like me. But I don't like y'all, so it's okay. It's all right. So, IDT to the moon, and you're too blessed to be stressed. That's all I got. Nightcap signing off. Yeah.